Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Fat Lot of Good Podcast. It's me, Helen, your host. Helen Thorne, that is. I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. I am one half of the scummy mummies. I'd like to say I'm a fat person, people. I'm 40 and I'm all kinds of fucking fabulous. Deal with it. Uh, today, I'm absolutely bloody delighted to have with me in the studio, it's Natalie Lee. Hello. Hello, a.k.a. Style Me Sunday. Yes. How are you, Nat? I'm good. Well, actually, I'm really bloody tired. But other than that, I'm really good. So you're. Uh, uh, how would you describe what you do? I do a lot of fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say fashion with feeling because a lot of what I do is uh, about how fashion makes you feel. And I also do lots of body image talk and feminist issues. Basically, whatever I want to have a rant about, I'll have a little rant about. It's my outlet. It's where I get to expunge um, things. Yeah. And you're, if people know Natalie or if they don't, if you scroll through your Instagram feed, so that's sort of like your shop your shop window, window your shop window. Mm. You'll see amazing photos of you in clothes, but also you want to convey messages that you feel passionately about. So one of the things I really love that you talk about a lot is is about female sexuality and pleasure as oh, well. I knew you'd go there straight, straight in, away. Straight in. I under knew the it. That's all you give a shit about, isn't it, really? <laughs> Let's just do wank chat, people. <laughs> We're just going straight in. Two fingers. Uh, <laughs> get ready. Um, Are you a two finger kind of gal? I, 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 I change. <laughs> Depends. Depends how quick I can get there, really. Sometimes it's all, all manner of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously very comfortable talking about it because I'm doing a funny voice. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you can't look me in the eye. <laughs> I wish I was wearing a hat and sunglasses. I'm fine talking about female sexuality. That's why I've got Natalie on so she can, she can make me more um, comfortable yes. with, with this shiz. So, uh, so that all started, how did that start? Oh, I talked about um I talked about how it's really important for us to teach young people that masturbation is not something to be ashamed of, that it's okay, especially young girls, because I think there's a real lacking in sex education. Often boys are taught that, you know, basically wanking is a part of your childhood and yeah. you will get intimately acquainted with your penis at 
some point in time. But there's not really that kind of chat going on for females and women and young girls. I think it's really important for us to look at our vulvas and our vaginas and and explore them. The same with our whole body. I think it's just really important that we get to know ourselves before we jump into a relationship and discover our bodies through somebody else, Mm. which is basically how I discovered my body. You know, I didn't even really, when I was younger, I didn't even really know what a clitoris was. I didn't, yeah, that was just never a conversation I had. I don't even remember knowing that girls wanked until, I don't know, I I mean, I grew up in country Australia, it was all very... (laughs) But we talked about being fingered by boys yeah. and, you know, I mean, giving good head. times, yeah, good times. Lovely. I mean, everyone wants that in the back of the car. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think I think that because that's so much about loving your body. And yeah. I think that's kind of a fun, you know, I think that's one of my kind of things is that, you know, you're just it's all part of that shame. And it's all part of that. Oh, don't touch yourself. Don't love yourself. You know, and and the way confidence is slammed down. She's bossy. She's this. Yeah. She's all those sort of things. Yeah. So I think if you can, you can sort of teach that from the get go that you can make yourself feel good. You really don't need them. Really, the other oh, ones. I mean, yeah. I mean, who <laughs> needs cocks? No, not <laughs> regularly. <laughs> Oh, now, now getting back because this is obviously a, a podcast about um, relationships with our own bodies. How, so it's not about wanking. Shit, no. see, this is where I've gone wrong. Okay. Uh, we should have right. just called it the wank chat. We should. Would have got all the hits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but so could you just sort of describe or tell us about your relationship with your body now? Because obviously you're a beacon of confidence on the in- internet. But how how do you sort of really feel about your body? I mean, I've got. Uh, today as we're speaking it's the best I've ever felt about my body Mm. ever and that's amazing and so freeing it's just um, it's just wonderful the amount of freedom that gives you to wear what you want to do what you want you know and I'm not constantly thinking about holding my stomach in or can I wear that because I'm too fat or you know it's just it's it just allows my thoughts to go other places. Mm. You know, it frees up some space, some real estate in my head, yeah. which is just, yeah, I can't tell you how lovely that is. But, you know, it's not always like that. My confidence, my um, body image, you know, it goes up and down. It's never, it's never going to be 100%, I don't think. I, don't, I think you would be lying to yourself if if anyone said that they were a hundred percent confident, and um, it yeah depends on what's happening in my life, depends on how I feel about my body, and you know what that's okay. It's it's okay to not always feel confident. You know I I hate for people to beat themselves up because they don't feel Mm. confident enough because there's such a big movement on social media and hopefully in the wider society um, that often people see all these images um, on Instagram of these women looking big and fabulous and then they're like, well, why can't I be like that? And it's just another thing to beat yourself up about, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And and it it just... 
I know because I, I on my Instagram, Helen wears a size eighteen. I, I I put lots of pictures of myself smiling because I I do genuinely feel better about myself. But I know people go, oh, I couldn't wear that, and I don't mm. feel that. And it's like, but that is okay. You don't have to. And I'm not here to say this is the only way. This is just this is just a snapshot of how I'm feeling today. But yeah, I feel remarkably great at the moment but yeah there are days where I'm like oh just uh, nothing nothing's going to make me feel better I yeah. can't find any clothes that is going to yeah. you know and there's so many things that play into that you know it could be could be images that we're, we're seeing it could be you're due on your period in two days it could be some dicks just you know giving you a shitty comment you know yeah who knows mm. but yeah I mean we're it's all um it's all up and down and a, a kind of journey, isn't it? It's, yeah, um, and I think I think that's it. And I think the I mean the I sometimes have problems with the word or the phrase body positivity because I think I mean it is that's what we're trying to promote. Obviously, is people to feel better about themselves. But you don't. It's not. Yeah, it's not one hundred percent all the time. No. One of the things that I love about you, you talk about stretch marks and saggy boobs and all those sort of things and you don't shy away from it and also you've talked about things like control pants and wanting to why should we have to hide ourselves and I think or change our shapes yeah, yeah. is are they the, the the sort of things that really resonate with your followers rather than the the fashion per se or, or is it a mix of both um yeah I mean yeah whenever I'm naked that always gets high engagement um <laughs> Who knew naked bodies were popular, people? Especially postpartum naked bodies. Yeah. People love them. They love seeing stretch marks and cellulite and dimples and spots and, you know, because it makes them feel human. It Mm. makes them feel normal. And um, I get such great feedback from that. Um, But I'm still going to always do the fashion because I love fashion. You don't want to branch into style me naked? No, (laughs) I don't. Although, you know, it's kind of getting that way. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, Natalie, put some clothes on. You sound like my husband. (laughs) Sound like my husband. He's like, oh, God, do you have to post another picture of yourself in a knickers? I'm like, yes, that's what my people want. (laughs) They love me in my pants. It's a really funny uh, situation to be in is that that we feel like we're giving ourselves to our followers, but also we have our loyalty somewhat to our, um, you know, family as well. How do you how do you balance that kind of or do you just go, fuck you? Oh, yeah. I'm just like, well, I have complete ownership over my body. Mm. So if he thinks he has some sort of right to tell me that I can't show my body, he will be getting a Friday finger for sure. Oh, yeah. Today is actually Friday, and one of the my favorite favorite things about Natalie's Instagram is the Friday finger. Can you just quickly touch on on what the Friday finger is? And it's not wanking people. It's, it's not. not wanking. I mean, it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be a finger Friday, which people keep saying. <laughs> no, it's a Friday finger. And so basically, I will stick my middle finger up to something that is really, you know 
pissing me off right now. Mm. So um, today's Friday Finger was about the male gaze and how most of the images we see out there are shot by men and are directed by men. So, you know, often the images we see are hypersexualized or go the complete opposite way and very virginal and, and angelic. Um, and we are so much more than that, you know. Mm. Um, so... I personally like to only work with female photographers and or shoot things myself and it and and it just adds a different perspective on on the image and because um, you you don't realize how much we see things through the eyes of a man yeah it's so intrinsic that mm. it's really actually difficult to decipher and untangle mm. but there you go <laughs> This, this wonderful body confidence that you've got, where, where do you think that has come from? Has it come from your mum or, or is it something that's always been in you? No, it definitely hasn't come from my mum. My mum was on every single diet there was out there. Also, you know, had a long session with diet pills, which were okay at that time. Mm. Um, well, not okay, but, you know, we, they, we didn't understand how no. damaging and... Yeah, addictive and all of, you know, how awful they were. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I remember the cabbage soup diet. That was probably one of the worst. Very stinky. It's so iconic. Who the fuck came up with that? I I don't know. I remember remembering the Madonna, you know, was it called Kiss or Tell or whatever? Oh, right. um, She was eating cabbage soup and it was just like that that iconic sort of like basic. It's basic. It's her fault, basically. Thanks, Madge. Yeah, uh, thanks. Basically starving yourself. Oh, God. Did you ever feel that pressure from your mum to, to diet with her? She never she never asked me to diet with her, but it was definitely an intrinsic sort of feeling that this is what women did. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, yeah, if you... I, I used to weigh myself every single day. Um, I haven't weighed myself for many years now, thank God. It's not fucking worth it. Oh. I mean, it's just a number and it? it's a number to beat yourself with as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And that's not where your value is. No. You know, your value is not on um, in a number. And they used to determine whether I had a good day or, or, or not. Mm. If I weighed myself in the morning and I'd put on a couple of pounds, that would affect the whole of my day. Yeah. And... That's no way to live. That's That's just really shit. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think it was having a mum who was always on a diet, as many of us had, Mm. was just a a part of growing up and something I thought I was destined to as well. Mm. Um, And I didn't really understand what effect that would have on me um, until much later. And it's really been my children who have challenged how I thought about my body and it was definitely seeing myself through their eyes that finally the kind of switch Mm. clicked or turned or whatever it is and um, I thought I I don't want to do this to them I don't want them to grow up and hate how they look and and spend hours crying themselves you know to sleep because they really hated the look of their stomach or how big their thighs were and or you know how big their nose was I talk a lot about um my blackness as well and as a kid I straightened my hair from the age of 
seven um, and you know it's only in the last few years that I've gone natural and I have an afro because afros weren't cool then Mm. you know blackness wasn't cool then and I tried to do whatever I could to become more white and and that's, that must be an uncomfortable thing to say yeah. now. Yeah, like that's God, a hard it's thing. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. I know it's so cliche now, yeah. but I didn't see people who looked like me in, in magazines or on mm. the telly. So I was trying to fit a mold that I would never be able to fit. Yeah. And. And even though you grew up in you grew up in London, didn't you? So obviously I grew you're... up in London, but it was predominantly white area then. Mm. It was, you know, I was born in 1980. And. Um, I went to a Catholic school. Uh, there was like literally, you know, one or two other black kids in my class. Yeah. So yeah. So your role. So did you have role models? Do you think at that when you were growing up, or it wasn't until later that you sort of found? I didn't have any black role models. Yeah. For sure, my mum was my role model, and she was white. And so there's that that slight sort of disconnect, I mm. guess. Um, of wanting to be like someone who you will never look like. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah. And just, you know, it took me a long time to sort of analyse that and and understand it, really. Yeah. And how do you now talk about that with your children as well? Because obviously you're mixed race and your children are mixed race as well. Yeah. Do you feel they have oh, a... Bu- it's really funny. One of them looks mixed race and one of them looks like Snow White. So um, genetics are a strange, they are strange very beast. Bizarre. And yes, they are from the same dad. People, <laughs> you need I, a badge with that I on. Do. Like, they are sisters. They are sisters. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are often we talk about race a lot, actually, yeah. and they're constantly pointing out if we go to a shop and we see a black doll, or if they see you know fabulous women with afros in magazines. They're like, "Mummy, look at." and it's just it's great they're Mm. hyper aware of it because I'm always talking about it Mm. I would never you know I don't remember having a black doll as a kid it's just you know you have to properly you used to have to properly seek those things out yeah um so yeah it's getting better but I'm, I'm still hyper aware of it and definitely in terms of books and things like that I'm encouraging a lot more um, diverse range of reading material. This podcast is sponsored by the fabulous Booby Doo. They have the best range of sports bras. Whether you're doing a yoga class, a jog around the block or running a marathon, they will have a bra to suit you and your boobs. I'm a big juicy G cup and I have lots of gorgeous bras from them that keep my girls supported. Just go to boobydoo.co.uk to find your perfect bra today. That's B-O-O-B-Y-D-O-O.co.uk. And do follow them on social media too. That's at boobydoo bras. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So getting back to the, the fashion thing, and I wanted mm. to talk about your warrior woman project in particular because that for me I went was it warrior woman three I was at yes so can you tell the listeners what what that project is all about so warrior woman project was basically about helping women get back their confidence and you know I think it's such a female thing low self-esteem affects women so much more than it does men and it really holds us back. You know, we're much less likely to go for that interview. We're much less, li- less likely to ask for that raise. And women are being discriminated against so much more than men every single day and, you know, all around the world. Um, FGM is still huge practice um, where girls are getting their clitorises cut off and their vaginas sewn up. You know, this these things yeah. are so intrinsically about gender that I just felt so impassioned that I, I wanted to do stuff for women, to help women um, feel good about themselves again and not let their low... Um, self-esteem hold them back so mm-hmm. much so um I did various things and Worry Woman 3 um culminated in a big fashion um photo shoot day um where we had speakers we had music we had alcohol and we asked women to strip off as much as they were comfortable with and have beautiful photos taken and what was great about it was you know they were really really scared at first and very hesitant to strip but by the end of it it was really difficult to get them to put their clothes back on again (laughs) wasn't it Helen it was (laughs) um I have mentioned it before on this podcast but yeah uh myself and my fellow scummy mummy Ellie Gibson only wore um some baby bells on our nipples and 
and a bottle of gin in the front bush area. Forever but etched in my mind. <laughs> in everybody's minds. In the wank bank. <laughs> you are so welcome, Natalie. Um, <laughs> but what I was, I was so blown away by that there was women all shapes and sizes, ages, colours, uh, but... So many people would just kept apologising. They go, "Oh no, well, I hate this bit. Oh, look at this hair. Look at this mm. tummy. Look at this." And and that for me was a massive uh, moment of just the the hate or the shame that that you carry with yourself. Even though these were successful women, yeah. they were you know beautiful, amazing, all these sort of things. But mm. that that loathing of their bodies was so apparent and I think you know that project was so brilliant but not only for the people involved but also when they shared the photos of themselves and like this is me look how Mm. wonderful I am um that had a a resonating it resonated with with other people as well and I think it's just so conditioned and even even when I get up on stage next to Ellie in in the gold cat suit Mm. so many women after going oh I couldn't wear that I was like you literally can yeah you can do that and and that's the thing isn't it sometimes yes it is scary yes it is bloody hard but if you are if you really push yourself and and you're you take that step and you're brave it feels so good and Mm. each time it gets a little bit easier yeah you know that's what uh, you know anytime anyone asks me you know how do you feel when you share your body on social media well in all honesty the first time I ever did it I literally thought I was going to throw up but now it's like oh no, it's like, you know, let's eat another chip. It's not, um, and and that has massively helped me in, mm. in terms of my own um, self-esteem hugely because at the end of the day, the reason I show my body is so, conversely, we don't think about it as much. Mm. You know, the more we expose it, the less of a huge, massive Thing, you know, like um, uh, I don't know what it, do, it does feel like a we're dirty winning. secret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like mm. you know, and that's all attached to that whole shame thing about our bodies as well. Mm. So if we sort of let it all out there, you know, we can't win. We can't be ashamed of it anymore. Yeah, because it's out there. What What have you got to criticize me about? I just wanted to quickly ask about you know, you're you're a far very very stylish woman but how were you stylish as a teenager was was this love of clothes and wanting to feel fabulous in clothes always with you yeah um I've always been definitely my mum has encouraged me to always express myself through my clothes she was um fabulously into fashion and I have some really lovely memories of her wafting into the school coming to speak to my teachers in the most fabulous of dresses mm. and just being like ah oh, you know looking That's up That's my mum. Yes. She's awesome. So cute. Yeah. Um and yeah whenever we used to go shopping she would encourage me to go for the most extravagant and colorful types of clothes. So um definitely I got that love of mm. fashion from my mum. Um, and conversely, it's I'm now reintroducing or re-giving that gift back to her because she's kind of muted her love of fashion over the years. It's definitely dulled. So um, she sent me a message today saying, Natalie, I really feel like I need to change my wardrobe and step it up. So... I'm going to have a big, massive shop. Will you come with me? Yes, of course. Yeah, let's bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, London. Ooh. 
I think I think we've basically solved everything yeah. now. Yeah. Well, let's go and take over the world. We're going to do some quick fire questions, but I wanted to quickly touch on your amazing podcast, um, mm. who you do with Kelly Maxine Ford, and I it's do. called the Everything Project. So, it is. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah. So we started up this podcast at Soho Radio, and what we do is we're shining a light into worlds unknown. So we have lots of really interesting guests on. We've had. Um, Sex workers, we've had porn stars, um, we have people with disabilities, paraplegics, um, oh, Muslim, British and Muslim, we had a black episode, loads of, loads of really important issues that are sometimes quite difficult to talk about. Mm. I just love it. It's, this is it's the, the chat, the kind of chat I want to be having. Mm. And, I, and I think it's the stuff we don't hear enough. Fantastic. Mm. So do listen to that. Now we're going to go into the quick fire round, Natalie Lee. Who is she? What does she like? All right, are you ready? <gasps> no, I'm a bit scared. Let's go. On. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Standing off, what makes you feel sexy? Ooh. Um, being naked and dancing. Excellent. And you've just got into dancing. Can we just quickly, Yeah. what do you like to do? How do you like to wriggle and a jiggle? Oh, well, I mean, I gyrate all over the place. <laughs> and there's these, Let's big, stop it. <laughs> there's these big, massive mirrors. So it's all about sort of, yeah, feeling like Beyonce and, uh, and moving your hips. It's great. Oh, I love it. I want to do that. Yes. All right. Next up, what's your most favourite thing to put in your body? Oh, it would have to be watermelon. I, I, it's basically when I eat a really good piece of watermelon, it's like a sexual experience. Ooh. It's the texture, the color. And if you get a good one, it is orgasmic. We have not had that on the show before, producer Maddie. Sexy watermelon. Excellent. Uh, what's your most embarrassing body moment? Um, embarrassing body moment. Let me think. Uh, you see, I've like scratched all away the embarrassing. See, so this is good. Probably getting worms. Yeah, that is yeah. that's disgusting. Oh, that is just the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> ah I know. You had worms recently, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's hideous. All the good things. You don't even want to go there, do you? Oh, it's vile. No. It's just it, and now and now I'm overly sensitive about everyone's poo and like yeah. have you checked it? Yeah. Is there anything in your poo? And don't so, share towels oh, or no. baths. Oh no. Ah, ah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking kids. Yuck. Don't have them, Maddie. Don't have children. No, do not. Our producer is um, about 12 years old and she, I, I think I've put her off children for life. Yes. Blech. Anyway. We don't need any more kids in the world anymore. Anyway, no, we do, do we? not. No. It's not good for anything. No. Um, now. <laughs> My one of my favourite bits of the podcast. Are you ready for a fat fact, uh, Natalie Lee? I am. Did you know currently 70% of women report they do not feel represented in the media and advertising? I did. That is shit. I know, really shit. So that's so, why our work is really important. Yeah. And I, I just don't get it. I I've, I've often said this that my money's not fat. My credit card's not fat. Like your your customers are not just size ten. Yes, you bastards. Yeah. Like like 
I, why are you looking at them? Yeah, Look exactly. Look at us. We got the money, bitches. I know. I, I sat next to somebody from Topshop the other day uh, at a at a you know a lunch, and I said. I'm 40, I'm fat, I've got heaps of money, I want to buy some clothes from you, but there's only 14-year-old girls showing me your clothes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I want to see me. Mm. I mean, everyone loves being shouted at by a drunk woman <laughs> at lunchtime. Did you really? Yep. Did, yeah. <laughs> Good. Well done. Thanks, Topshop. Uh, they gave me a £150 voucher. Did they? <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Full disclosure afterwards. Well done. I'll just go buy some earrings. Anyway. But then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 that, gets, that, gets me, that gets me cross. That was an excellent fat fact. Thank you, um, whoever gave me that. Uh, now, another another favourite segment of mine. It is, of course, time for Hall of Fat Fame. Now, we like to put somebody in the Hall of Fat Fame for every podcast we do. Who would you like to put in our our Hall of Fame, Natalie. Who, who makes you feel fabulous? Who's your... Okay, so recently I got to meet Grace Victory. Do you know her? No, I don't. Oh, man, you need to know her. She is fabulous. She is big and beautiful and loud and proud. And, you know, oh, she just... She's just wonderful, mm. honestly, just wonderful. She's big on on Instagram, um, and I think she does YouTube as well. So um, probably many of your listeners will know her. Yeah, um, but she's the best thing ever, and just so beautiful and sexy. Um, so she's a perfect candidate. Excellent. We'll put her in the Hall of Fat Fame. And finally, Fatspiration. We like to finish the podcast with Fatspiration. Now, Natalie, you inspire so many women. Uh, if there's any listeners out there who are lacking a bit of self-confidence, who you know are, are not feeling as fabulous as they could, what, what sort of words of wisdom would you like to uh, give them if, you, if people are feeling a bit like... Mm. I think... To understand that the power is in your hands um, to change how you think about yourself, you can wake up tomorrow and decide you're not going to let that awful, horrible, self-derogatory thoughts go through your head anymore. Or if they do, you're going to not choose to hang on their every word and you're going to try and change the narrative and um you know decide today I am going to be me I'm going to be fabulous and I am enough yeah amazing Natalie Lee I love you so much thank you so much for coming on fat lot of good podcasts now where can people find you on the internet you can find me at style me sunday um everything yeah twitter facebook and instagram excellent and do listen out for her brilliant podcast too now thank you listeners uh, for joining us this is the fat lot of good podcast the producer was the incredible maddie hickish and the music you've been listening to is by john thorne that's my brother yes he did it for free um <laughs> please rate review and subscribe and please tell all your friends about this podcast um and do write into us uh information will be in the show notes okay thanks everyone bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.